It's your boy, Ruben Prime. Today's date is the 29th of January in the year is 2023. Thank you very much to... Let's try it again. Thank you very much for listening and lending your ear to listen to this podcast. A little rocky, but... um, you know, we you may stumble, but as long as we get our asses up, we can finish. And we have a doozy of a, of a topic to talk about. Hopefully, I can um, give my thoughts and opinions on this under a certain amount of time. That's 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 my goal with doing these podcasts. But I enjoy uh, talking. Uh, to you and just giving my thoughts and opinions on this and the topic of of the week or the month or the it's not even like only been in one month of 2023 and it just feels like there's so much news there's like three months worth of news to talk about and it's pretty it's pretty incredible it's just let us know that time is moving very rapidly you know, is the the thing that they keep saying that the quickening is happening. There's so much news happening, but wow, um, the Memphis PD beating of uh, Terry Nichols, and I saw the video. Is just is graphic. Uh, to say the least, to me, it looked like a, a gang style. Uh, beaten and just not only based on what I've seen in the video there's also something alluding to that to why I I given my why why I say yeah it looks like a gang style beating I'm going to get into that but I saw the video it's pretty it's pretty gruesome and there's just a couple of things that, uh, a couple of questions that come up. Because, yeah, like, police brutality is, it's an issue. But never underestimate the media's ability to put out propaganda. Not that this is, but just in general. Because when I heard what happened, I was like, oh, man, like, you know, bad cop strike again. You know, but you become jaded. You you become de- desensitized. 
from it because you hear it all the time and a lot of just all the propaganda in the world keeps telling you that this is happening every minute, every day. And because of that, we just kind of detach ourselves. And it's something I actually want to talk about in the future too with some of the incidents that have happened here in New York and and no one's intervened um, because people just become desensitized. They feel like if, hey, if I ignore, if I don't pay attention to it, if I don't draw attention to myself, then maybe, you know, they will leave me alone. Maybe I just, you know, out of sight, out of mind. And to me, that's very dangerous. And again, a lot of, a lot of factors. Um, I feel like in, in the past two years, people have gotten more, have become more insane. It also doesn't help that in the start of the pandemic, they have let people go. Uh, they let people go out of uh, prisons and mental institutes. Um, to me, it's just a reflection of just how insane our world has has gone because we just let lunatics. Uh, demons uh, run amok and that's where we're getting and I think more than ever is a reason why we need to um, mentally prepare mentally physically prepare I've been feeling like garbage for the month of January um between personal stuff, between uh, work life, it's been pretty. It's been pretty crappy. After I recovered from, you know, from COVID, then the flu in December it was like a one-two hit combo, like just a double whammy, and that is part of the reason why I haven't put out content consistently, and. Of course, gotta give my apologies. I know I, I, I've said it in the last podcast, episode one, one seventeen, talking about uh, Andrew Tate and the Matrix, which you should guys should check out, listen to. But it, it's been pretty trying, and. You know, we live in an age where men, we can't, I don't want to say cry out, but just air out our grievances. You know, we, we deal with pain on a daily basis. We deal with so many things. And, you know, I'm not complaining, but just letting you know what's going on, letting, letting the audience know what's going on, just just for context sake just for clarity's sake. And to me, um, not doing these shows consistently, it it really hurt because, A, there was a lot of news going on. And, you know, I, I like to throw my hat in the ring when there's a lot of things to talk about. And just 
part of it is just burnout. Just, you know, A, dealing with COVID, dealing with everything, and then just being burnt out as a result of just being sick. Just your body is just has dealt with a lot of stress. And there is a correlation between health and stress. And if you don't deal with stress in a you know in a way, you're more prone to be sick. You're more prone to illness. And that's basically me. Just a lot of things piling up at once and uh it, everything caught up. So now you know, I've been been trying to recover and I think since like yesterday was the first time in in a long while that I felt like myself again. Like I, I feel I felt a hundred percent um yesterday. And today too, but yesterday was the first first time in a while, a long while that I've felt at a hundred percent. Um no uh no dizziness, uh, like I felt like I was in a haze. I felt like I was like gonna like puke every single organ out of my body, if, you know, if that's possible. But just I felt that discomfort, and that was really, um, as I think that's just the the result of uh, the lingering effects of uh, of COVID or just. Stress, it could be, stress can manifest itself in many different ways. And, you know, now that I've basically put stress in a headlock, for the most part, I think I'm fine. But as you guys know, um, not, you know, health advice, you know, but it's just common sense. Just, you know, make sure that you, you're handling any stresses that you have. Um, make sure that you take care of yourself because no one else is going to do it. You got to do it. You got to take care of yourself. And no one cares about you more than you. You should care about you. No one else is going to. So, yeah, that's just my explanation. And, again, I apologize. I, feel, I felt terrible. Um, not Not because I had... <laughs> Not just because of COVID, but just because I wasn't putting out content, and you know, it, it's it sucked. But I'm I'm back. I'm gonna try and put out consistent content for you guys, and and yeah, we're gonna rock. It's it's just been it's been pretty it's been pretty wild, but you know, we're back. We're gonna make it big in 2023, uh, Lord willing, and. You know, and what a what, what's what's a better way than to talk about this this topic? You know, police brutality. Um, there's a lot of angles to this, to why this happened. I'm explain, but before I do that, um, guys, definitely check out this podcast if you you enjoyed. If you are listening to this, definitely check out. Uh, my past uh, episodes, um, 
there's some gems there. Um, definitely check them out. You can follow this podcast, the Room Prime Podcast, on all major digital platforms. If you ever so desire. And, and yeah, check me out on there. Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, and our home Red Circle. Also, check me out on Twitter. If you have social media, if you have Twitter, um, God bless you. Check me out on Twitter, Mr. Room Prime. And I got to reactivate my Instagram because I think Instagram is like the way to go and 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 even even with uh just it's just social media can be such such a chore but it is necessary um definitely follow me on instagram i'll be putting content there again shortly uh Ruben Prime podcast. Definitely check me out on there. Definitely check me out on there. I will be putting out content on there and YouTube as well. Um, got to dust off. <laughs> I got to dust off the yo social medias. So definitely check me out. And and yeah. And also, if you like clothing, if you like uh, clothing with uh, logos and and faces, you know, uh, me, if you listen to this, you like me, uh, I know clothing is, is essential. You like clothing. So why don't you put those two together? You get merch with my face on it or my logo on it at at teespring and the link of course will be in the show notes of this of this podcast and all the other podcasts so you scroll down and you happen to scroll down you see all those links one of them links is the teespring store or as they call it now uh, spring because i guess t is uh it's uh too much but Definitely check out some merch if you want to get some merch. You know, even if it's a sticker, I'll greatly appreciate that. And yeah, I, I guess that's all the the shilling and plugging I can do because that's it's been it's long intro, and I apologize. So, okay, okay, gotta talk about the elephant in the room, and that is the Memphis PD being of Tyrell Nichols and I saw the the video not, of course not the whole thing but I saw um the key clips and this and I'm not going to play the audio or the video um I think I seen I think I seen enough for today and it is pretty gruesome and then the fact that then the fact that the the cops were high-fiving um 
the cops were high-fiving uh, after the fact. And to me, you know, to me, it, it's, it's really not surprising. To me, it's really not surprising um, when you boil down to it. And, oh man, like, I was gonna, I'm just going to go and do it. So, when we, when we usually hear things of, you know, uh, reports of police brutality, automatically our brains are, are conditioned to say, oh, it's probably white cops being on, a, uh, on someone that's black. Which, yes, that's happened. But also, whenever we hear reports of non-black police officers, uh, you know, harassing, uh, beating, shooting, uh, people could be white, black, whoever, it's not on the news, not even on the radar. It's just memory hold. Kind of like when the the mass shooter here in New York on the uh, on the subway, New York City subway, when that happened, everyone assumed the the guy was white, and people were jumping on it. You had the the usual suspects, civil rights activists, uh, pimps, race baiters, um, just try to grift on this but as soon as we heard that yeah the the guy's black suddenly everyone quiet down everyone just went on with their life and i saw some of these dudes some of this uh those guys the the new york city subway shooter i saw his videos and they were um very and just very pro-black, anti-white. And if if I hear anyone say, oh, if you're uh, pro-black doesn't mean anti-white, it, it, it does. It does. You're seeing it now in, in, in modern day with BLM. You know? You're seeing it in modern day, which every... Every movement, doesn't matter which side of the aisle, it's always co-opted. It's always co-opted. And there's no there's no outrage. There's no outrage. No BLM in sight. Uh, no uh, uh, mostly peaceful protests. We're, we're not seeing any of that. You know, with with this with this situation, with this savage beating of of this of the this defenseless man, this this man was crying out to his mom, and where he he ended up, he was just a few feet from his from his mother's house, and that is just it's it's sad it's. It's just senseless. 
it really is senseless. But again, just like I mentioned with, you know, right now we see with the economy, the where we're at with the economy, everything's expensive. Your your money's worth less than what it was a year ago, two years ago, three years ago. Your raise. Your your raise that you got doesn't mean shit because again your money is worth less than what it what it is. We we're dealing with the effects, the consequences of our actions, of the powers that be, but with BLM and and and, and these. And just everything that's going on, we go back to 2020, the summer of love with George Floyd. And once again, I'm, I said I said it then, I said it now. Is Y'all been duped. Y'all been had, well-meaning people have been duped to believe that these organizations are going to help make black communities better. All that money that they got. All that money that they got from all these, all these uh, capitalist uh, corporations. What what the what the BLM do with it again? They uh, they ran with it. They they got mansions uh, away away from you know us us blackies. You know they they got it. They 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 got properties away from us blackies. And they're they're mostly around white, you know, just non-black, just white, Asian, uh, Hispanic, you know, because they know the the, the founders be alumino. Yeah, we, we're not gonna we're, we're not gonna live around them. Just every at every turn, black people have been used. They they've been pimped out for ideology for for politics for for money and you see now where's BLM at and for people who have confidence in, in these organizations are fools confidence in the government and, and, and confidence in the state yeah fools look what they did for the past two years with everything that transpired, as a result of the lockdowns, uh, the you know because of the the Conholio uh, sickness, C nineteen Conholio, whatever you want to call it, the the cough, the cough, you know, and everything else that that resulted as a result of of COVID. It was twenty twenty was a a a. A storm, a shit storm. And BLM was just a part of that storm. And all this with, with BLM and, and George Floyd, one bit distraction. It's just a way to get money, to get influence. Then they weren't, they never was it down in my mind that they're not about helping people. It's all about money. And we're seeing it now. Where's BLM now with, with uh, 
with this young man with, with, with Tyree Nichols. Nowhere to be found. But as soon as these race-baiting pimps find out that a white officer, white white police officers uh, killed a, a black man or a black woman, they're, they're quick. They're, they're ready. The, the mainstream media, too. The mainstream media is always on on the nose. They, they got all, all their, their race-baiting pimps on on the ready and just like clockwork excuse me and I'm I know I'm all over the place but it's just infuriating because like I've seen this coming and of course, you couldn't say anything. You dare not say anything disparaging about George Floyd, or dare not say anything disparaging about BLM, because that means if you do, you hate black people. Which you always find, you always find funny that these liberals they tell you if you don't, if you don't go, if you don't go along with the program, if you don't agree with everything that we say, if you don't agree with everything we tell you to do. Then you're racist, you're this, you're phobe, this, that, and the other. When you ask questions, which, whew, you know, speaking of that, it, there's something else that that is in the same in the same camp as that, but another episode for another day. But to me, when I hear these liberals talk about you know inclusion and, and, and equality and diversity i believe that is some of the most racist shit that i i've ever heard like yeah let, let's just throw these these people a bone because you know we we know what's best for them they don't we we know what's best for black people we want to help you we want to save you from from yourselves you don't know any better that that's what that's what you really hearing from these from these liberals, as Malcolm X said. Uh, the the white liberal liberals, but white liberals are the enemy because they will they will pose as a savior, but in reality, they're just another form of control. And he's never been so correct. His words age like fine wine, like that wine. Ironically enough, as old as I am at this uh, at this liquor store I went to a while back, just as old as I am, the year I was born, like it ages that that well. Uh, Malcolm X's words, and to me, uh, more and more, like I, I've. Aligned myself when I was growing up with my, with uh, Martin Luther King, but now as I'm getting older, I'm like, oh, Malcolm X, he he's right, you know. But you know, here we are, here we are, and this 
to me is just a blatant example of hypocrisy. Like I mentioned, no BLM in sight. Yeah, you have local media talking about it. You have you have people on you know journalists. You have people on YouTube talk about it as they should, but mainstream media silent. And you have you have uh, C. You have CNN. You have CNN uh, with an opinion piece, and I gotta, I gotta uh, reference that. Um, gotta find it. Maybe it's in my. It should be. I should have it. But basically, oh, here we go. So I'm gonna put this on video. Right, let me just blow this up. There we go. So CNN opinion piece. Opinion. The the police who killed Terry Nichols were black. No shit. But they might still have been driven by racism. So once again, you have the, the mainstream media trying to cope. And of course, it's by Van Jones. He's a political puppet, a political pundit puppet, as as I uh, as I uh, coined it just now. Just just made up the term, but it's just funny that the these people on the mainstream, whenever something happens that doesn't go with their narrative that that they're spewing out, they'll try to twist it. So it can line up with their with their narrative, because you know, oh, white people are bad. You know, white supremacy. Like there, there's there's white supremacists at every turn. And speaking of white supremacists, there there are. I didn't know Asian people were white supremacists because of the the mass shooting that happened in in uh, California. I forgot which which um, which city in California, but. When the mass shooters were identified, the mass shooter was identified as, I think it was one or two, but they were identified as Asian. And of course, the, the story got memory hold because they're, they're not, they're not a, a incel, they're not an incel or a right wing uh, white person. So, course that that got memory hold so the 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 thing is with this is that they're they're trying they're coping so hard they're trying to 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 pivot so hard to to put this to frame this as yeah white supremacy oh it's it's the white supremacist got them like these five men beat the holy hell out of that young man at Tyree Nichols. It wasn't white supremacy. That was not white supremacy. 
And to me, the silence from the, the, the usual suspects that will go ham if these were five white cops, ooh, it will be it will be the summer of love uh, redux. It will be the summer of love. You see, you see so much smoke in the air from all, all these all these uh, buildings that that they're looting and they're burning down that you wouldn't even believe. You will not believe. But of course, 2020 in the summer of love, aka the George Roy, the George, the George Floyd. Uh, riots. They they call them protests. They're riots. Let's call it like it is. That was government sanctioned looting, rioting. That was allowed. You had people, people on the left, talking about, yeah, we gotta we gotta burn down the White House. You had celebrities saying the same thing too. Yeah, we we need to we need to burn shit down or burn it to the ground. And some people that I know were for it and i'm like y'all retarded if you ever dare go to one of these one of these things we're, we're clipped don't talk to me no more because you're better than that you're smart than that don't go with the crowd because the crowd will lead you down a bad path they will they will lead you into a, a damn ditch that you can't climb out of just because you're, you're you hear something on Twitter, you're trying to fight the good fight. No one was fighting the good fight, beating people up, stealing TVs, stealing electronics, stealing shoes, stealing jewelry. That's not fighting the good fight. That's just taking advantage of a situation. That's why when I hear all this nonsense with BLM and how they're they're supposed to help people. Like, no. You, you think that this organization is going to help people? You think that, you really think that the government, which the government is, is, you know, at the time was behind funding BLM? You really think, you really think that? That they're going to, they're going to help you out? They, they, they'll tax you before they help you. They'll tax you to death before they help you out. If they can't get a penny off of you, they ain't going to do it. <laughs> but the, 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 the reason why I mentioned that the the beating of, of Terrell Nichols seemed like a like a gang style beating was because it seems and I gotta confirm this allegedly three out of the five police officers involved in in the beating which that's on video there's no denying they're on video. But it seems like three out of the five officers were in a gang, in a street gang. And the street gang is called, 
Vice Lord Gang. Vice Lords Gang. Let's see the Almighty Vice Lord Nations, the second largest and one of the oldest street and prison gangs in Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. So our membership is estimated to be between 30,000 and 35,000. And is also one of the founding members of the People's Multi-Gang Alliance. That's from Wikipedia. And it was, it was founded in 1957, so the gang is 66 years old. And the reason why I bring that up, I got to go here. Reason why I bring that up use force far less frequently than white male officers. Problem is, like you said, few people of color want to be police officers. So a new look to the police force is going to take a new approach to targeting, acquiring, and training cops of color. There are so many factors that contribute to the decline of people going into this particular profession. Um, and all of those things cannot be really answered in. Hiring events, commercials. Consider becoming a Memphis police officer. Flyers. The city of Memphis, like police departments across the country, is pulling out all the stops to try and recruit new officers. Black and Hispanic officers use force far less frequently than white male officers. Problem is, like you said, few people of color want to be police officers. So a new look to the police force is going to take a new approach to targeting, acquiring, and training cops of color. So there you go. So because of the whole bit as a result of the George Floyd riots and BLM and all the pandering, you had defund the police. Guys, remember that? Oh, I do. Defund the police and nationwide um, cops, you know, the more seasoned officers that were in the forest stayed equipped. And because of that, police forces were, were lacking. So then now, they saw in this video, just like all, all across the nation, in 2021, they had to go about uh you know recruiting cr recruiting more more uh more cadets so what happens when what happens when you try to have diversity hires when you try to uh try to include everyone standards drop when you have standards drop that's what happens you have inexperienced cops you have cops that have little to no temperament out there basically policing and you get where you get but also you you will end up hiring people that you normally wouldn't hire you know you you wouldn't hire uh you know for the most part because of course there is instances of of there's always there's always been corruption and people slipped through the cracks. But now it's like, oh, we we got no choice because, you know, 
you know, we, we, we don't have enough cops in the force. We got to hire. So let me close this. Sorry about that. But it's just, you add two and two together. And let me... I'll play it. I'll, well, I'll show this here. So, actually, why? You got to be smart. got to be smarter, Ruben. You have, you have two monitors. <laughs> you got two monitors. So, we have this thread by Lauren Wiz. And I'm going to try and pronounce that. But she claims we're investigating a tip that three out of the five officers in the Memphis PD being of Tyron Nichols were members of the Vice Lord gang and under their direction. Other gang directed beings were reportedly found on their phones. Recordings as a proof of carrying out the beating. According to our source, they somehow were hired because of the standards have dropped since the police departments have have had a, a hard time hiring due to BLM movement. All the cops involved have been with Memphis PD two to five years each with cons, uh, coincides, uh, coincides with the exodus of white cops and the city's uh, slant to push higher uh, majority exclusively black officers. We yeah, reached out to M Memphis Memphis Police Department for a comment. Of course, they're, they're not going to comment. Uh, update. Allegedly, there is a bonding company in Chattanooga that may believe is financially backed by the vice lords. Huge bonds are being made by this one company for this certain gang. They may have members working in jail as jail officers as well. It seems like they have people everywhere. So this makes sense. And of course, I got to follow this. But this makes sense. Pull this up here. Yeah, this makes sense because when you really think about it, how you infiltrate, it's like the easiest trick in book. You, you infiltrate uh you go about infiltrating key key areas, you know, bonds, a, um, a bond company, you know, the the the, uh, the the bonding company, right? You have uh, jail guards, you know, prison guards. You have officers, so it makes sense. It's plausible, and and if they had stuff on on their phones, then that means that they gotta definitely get they gotta get, you know, in those phones. They gotta get a warrant for those phones. But of course they could they probably could just um ditch the phones, um go through the cloud. You know, if they have Apple Get rid of the the iCloud, but there's a lot of things. And again, this this is plausible because just the way that that gangs move, 
now they're more sophisticated, especially this one that, that's been around for a long time. And, you know, it's hard to believe, but again, it is it's very plausible. It is very plausible, just just based on the way after the fact those cops were high fiving each other, you know, fist bumping each other, and the the emergency response team they took long to to respond, so that's suspect. And then almost a half an hour, excuse me, almost a half an hour. It was like twenty, twenty one, twenty eight minutes. That's when the ambulance came by. That's when the ambulance finally pulled up to the scene. That's suspect. That's very suspect. So there's a lot of things going on here that are at play. But, you know, I'm always talking about solutions. Like, oh, yeah, like, this, everything's terrible. Everything sucks. Everything, you know, everything is just is what it is. But there, there is a solution to all this. What needs to be done, what needs to be done is people in their communities have to band together. They have to police. They got to police their own communities. They have to weed out the bad apples. They got to weed out all, all, the, all the people, all the bad actors, all the troublemakers. Because this is easy to just blame, oh, just white people this, white people that. But if you live in the community, you have a duty to make sure that your that your community is safe. Is how come none of this goes down in Jewish communities? For crying out loud, the Jewish community have their own police force. They got their own uh, got their own uh, ambulances. I seen them. Like whenever something happens, like no, no, our people got it, and that's nothing wrong with that. But how come other communities don't don't have that same thing? It's like to me, it's as easy to just point the finger oh, as white people, as the Jews, things like that. But we have so much potential. But then when we let other people talk for us and assume, oh. We'll, we'll, we'll leave things up to the government or we leave things to, to BLM or we, we we leave it up to them and then they don't do the job they, they don't do what they say they're going to do and time and time again people, especially black people we get duped because we want to pass, want to shift blame, we want to pass responsibility and that's because again, government wants to keep and it's the truth they want to keep people poor, dependent, unhealthy out of their minds so that way they can go back to the government. Oh, here's this universal basic income. This this is this is yours monthly salary, but you got to do everything that they say. You got to eat what they tell you to do. It's basically like prison. Why would people want to do that? Why would you want to subject yourself to that? But I get it. 
living, you know, living is hard to get up and make decisions for yourself to bet on yourself. And, and if, and if you fell, then, you know, the responsibility is on you. You, you can't blame other people for your failures or your, your inadequacies. You got to, you got to put the, the earnest on yourself and people don't want to do that. People do not want to shoulder the burden of living and doing what they got to do. They do not want to do that. And that is the main reason why as people stay dependent, as people stay conditioned to be dependent on on the government and the state, this is going to happen. You're going to get more more of these more of these instances and the hypocrisy no BLM and I don't again I have no faith I have no I never had faith because all these groups have been co-opted the 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 hashtag sounds it's warm and fuzzy it makes you feel all nice and good but it doesn't do nothing it doesn't do anything. What what are what what are these what, what is this organization doing to help communities, you know, and, and you know, across the country? Nothing. It's the uh, a front. It's a laundering it's a front to launder money. It's not there to help people because they need those people, they need those poor dependent people as a base. Because if if the problem was solved or of, of poverty and injustice, then they have nothing to to, rave, to rant and rave about. At the end of the day, when all boils down, you just like in in the medical industry, if you actually cure people instead of just treating, you you will have almost no patients. You have no no customers. So the medical industry wants to keep people sick and just do enough to treat. And we don't got to talk about with, with, with the conholio sickness, with, with the cough, with the cough, with the, you know, with the, the cooties or whatever you want to call it. Like we seen, we have enough data and we have enough to, enough evidence to see that just the way that all this has been handled isn't to help people. Isn't about trust science. All this is about is, hey, you're going to do this or else because we got, we got all these, all these pokes, all these jobs that we got with your money, taxpayers' money, and you're going to take it or else. And I'm going to talk about the whole thing with Pfizer in another episode because that is some comedy also shows that it's always been about money. It's not been about trust the science. It's never been about a, a, a nice, warm, fuzzy feeling uh, hashtag that you can just put in front of your bio and make you feel nice. Yeah, I'm proud. Yeah, I got I got hashtag and I got a, a flag. I got a, a a job. I got all these other emojis on my profile doesn't mean nothing. Doesn't mean jack shit. 
it's just more product placements, more propaganda at the end of the day. Well, it boils down to it. There's nothing to do with with this situation with with Terrell Nichols is heinous. What went down was heinous. It was a orchestrated gang style beating by people who are gang affiliated infiltrated the the police because of course when you have an organization BLM that went and put the the word out put the the movement out yeah we we need to we need to defund the police we need to we need to get rid of the police but really what they mean is oh we need to put our people in that's all it is that's all it is at the end of the day there's always in these poor neighborhoods always in these downtrodden neighborhoods but we'll we'll see we'll see how how things how things go down but uh, guys just remember got to gotta police yourselves you gotta hold yourselves accountable call things out because it's getting it's getting real sometimes i'm just like i just want to sell all my stuff and just move to like the mountains just move away because it's like living in in, in society sometimes living in in the city living in these cities is just it's toxic it's it's unsafe so we just gotta wait and see um guys i think that's it ended here reached the the destination which we reached the end and i greatly appreciate you listening all the way to the end of this and if you if you have you are the mvp thank you very much remember you can follow me on twitter twitter.com slash mr room prime follow this podcast the room prime podcast on all major digital platforms apple spotify google stitcher TuneIn radio and a home red circle Check me out soon, coming soon on YouTube. Um, that is Room Prime, I believe Room Prime podcast. I have all the links in, in the show notes as, as usual. And just stay tuned. It's, it's, it's going to be a, a crazy but interesting year. And there's more news to come. I got... I definitely want to talk about the whole bit with Pfizer and Project Veritas. I want to talk about um, a lot of the news that's that's gone on here in New York. Um, I want to get into, like, health. There's so much things I want to do. Just got to research and, you know, formulate it. But just stay tuned, guys. That being said, for myself... You've been listening to Room Prime on the Room Prime Podcast. And I'll see you soon. Peace. Peace. I am here, Master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me.